0: Uh, let's have a discussion because earlier Ricardo and I talked about the midterm elections we were providing an analysis and we had said that you notice we wake up this morning and there was no red wave or red sea I'm going to use the word red sea CNN and mainstream media says they say red wave but I'm going to say red sea because when you say red sea some images come to mind Come to mind, yes. Mm -hmm. The images of Moses, yes. (laughs) Right, (laughs) the Moses. By this, by yeah, by Moses parted the what? Well, not Moses. God parted the what? The Red Sea. The Red Sea, yes. Because the Red Sea kills, it destroys, and they wanted to cross the Red Sea, Mm -hmm. and he had and God parted the Red Sea and allowed his people to cross it okay killing the enemy but there was no Red Sea okay there was no (laughs) Red Sea there was no Red Way in terms of this election in terms of this election okay they were uh, you know and, and probably God parted the Red Sea God parted the Red Sea Yes, in a sense Parted the Red Sea That is why I'm using the imagery Or the allegory of the Red Sea Instead of the the Red Wave Because this morning The Republicans Or Conservatives Had predicted Yes And suggested that there was going to be a, A Republican takeover And there was going to be a Red Wave Red all over
1: the Republicans still no, but
0: if earlier we saw, the, but well, but earlier you saw the map, and you saw in some cities like, what is it, where, where is Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada, and you saw all red. But but then you saw the little blue at the bottom. But they make up seventy-five percent of the electro, of the population. Seventy-five percent, majority of the population of Nevada live in, in uh, majority of the population live in um. Las, Las Vegas. So there we go. So we but we saw some red. The red over. The, but that the the image that these that CNN and these pe- analysts us, the It's wrong. It's not accurate. You cannot because yeah, if you're going by population, you cannot show they're going by geography. But yet, but then they're talking about population. That's why I'm saying these people are not academics. They don't understand what they're doing. They're showing. They're they're providing us with news and with data and with information and pictures and providing a Red Sea, but there's no Red Sea in terms of population. But what we know this morning is that we wake up to the news that there's no Red Sea. In fact, the Senate, um, Democrats uh, picked up one seat. Of course, we know that we we are all aware that Pat Toomey had said he wasn't going to run again. And so um, Oz, Dr. Oz... Uh, uh, and um, Fetterman ran Dr. Oz representing Donald Trump and the Republican Party and they lost Um, but of course by the way we I understand and I need to get a word with Mr. Dr. Nolan Fontaine who has been on this show before I understand that he he made comments to the tune that he would never he would never allow um, he would never allow um, he would never vote for somebody like John Fetterman he would never Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Neil Libber Round Podcast. We have breaking news concerning the mid-term, the US midterm elections 2022. And we have a long episode for you that will that promises to be very revealing, very insightful. You know, many candidates are declaring that they will challenge the midterm results due to election fraud and irregularity. Question: uh, Do you believe the midterms were filled with enough irregularities to warrant a challenge? And what was your experience like? We're doing a poll. Uh, sorry, we're actually doing a. Uh, uh, we're actually having a discussion in uh, at the in the on the community page at on Spotify, and you could also participate um, via our feeds, feeds and website nairobi. dot com and also And we're asking that particular question. Um, many candidates are declaring that they will challenge the midterm results due to election fraud and ir- irregularities. Do you believe the midterm with, with enough irregularities to warrant a challenge? And what was your experience like? And of course, we said we woke up this morning to the reality that there was no Red Sea, as if God had parted the Red Sea, as the GOP seemed to be split down the middle with the GOP, with the, sorry, with the Democrats, which will preserve the balance of power yet Trump seemed to be the factor that helped the Dems and I have breaking news regarding the midterm elections 2022 today because concerning election irregularity we are hearing and we actually observed and participated and have un- undercover information which would suggest election irregularity. Now, how widespread this is, is yet to be seen. But this seems to be a modus operandi at some point station. But we have a lot. We have a lot in store. So, um, so, coming up next is the conversations I had with Ricardo Mackenzie, my twin brother, and, of course, Mr. Maurice Smith, who themselves are very erudite, Analysts and voters and citizens of this country who have who were able to sit down with me and break down and debrief what happened and this breaking news. It's the US elections 2022, right here on the new Liberal Round commentary. Coming up next, we'll be right back So as we were saying as we as we look at the elections, I have with me Ricardo Mackenzie, my twin brother, who and we were just talking about the election um, the midterm elections and um it's it's by the way, it's a pleasure to have Ricardo on the show here today. We haven't had him on the show in a while. Welcome back to the Nilouberan podcast, Ricardo. And we were just talking about the what's the latest coming in, coming out of the um the midterm elections today? You said that there is a young black man who is now who was just elected as what? Senator for Maryland? Wait,
1: I can't remember if. Hold on, Westmore is his
0: name, I think so. Westmore. Westmore. And, um, and, uh, for in Maryland. No, oh, you're- no, sorry. Governor governor. The governor for Maryland. Yes. He didn't, he didn't he the first, first black the right governor, governor of Maryland,
1: which is interesting.
0: The first black governor of of Maryland? Consider Maryland with what?
1: Um, I mean, is uh, you know, is it, is, it, is it like they have a really strong affluent or
0: African American communities um, in Maryland? Uh, yes, yeah. I, I mean, um, yes, they do, but I'm actually, not. Well, not, isn't that no. in their Baltimore? Isn't it? Yes, yes, you know, yes, definitely. So you think? Yeah, close would be to close to Pennsylvania, you know. No, I mean, what you, I mean, what you have, you might have strong. Like, look at Pennsylvania. You have Philadelphia. Philadelphia had a, you know, a, a large, a large amount of black. I mean, the majority is black in Philadelphia. You have a large amount of black people that live in 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 this, in certain pockets. In you know, the density of black people is in just certain one areas
1: you know I want to talk a little more about Westmore I really I saw him on TV because I watched MSNBC a lot and I saw him on TV one day and they were talking about him and he was it was I admire uh, an eloquent black person uh, a people of color sometimes in front of you they're not as eloquent you have to deal with the ones who don't know much like Kyrie Irving, nothing got against him he's good in sports, and but you want when you see someone like a Westmore who had a great education, with an ugly education, with a part of the the of the American society, be a part of the Air Force, you know, um, America, a fellow, he got an American fellow award. He's done so much for society. He's a black man, and he's running. Why? Right? And we do have a lot of those people that's out there. We need more of that. By we the way, I am. Are.
0: I am a fan of Kyrie Irving. Okay, I am a fan of Kyrie Irving. Me too, Ronaldo. I love Kyrie Irving. I am. I am. And I'm the so guy, listen. I, this country is built on. Why did I mean? I, you know, I, I became a citi- I, Yes, I'm sorry. I'm listening. I became a citizen, right? One of the reasons I became I became a citizen, and I learned that why did why did why did they come to the why did why did the settlers came come to the U.S. the first settlers why did they come here?
1: Uh, Ronaldo, they, the Puritans came here because they wanted freedom of speech and religion. Precisely prosecuted in Europe precisely. by the, the church. A lot of them were not um, by the by the that
0: is the American society that I know. But no, but I'm telling you. Everybody free to speak. Not everybody is free to, to well, is you true. know. That not is everybody true. is free to. Not everybody is free to insult other people's religion. Only Donald Trump and certain people. But other people, they, you know, they're not as lucky. They're not as blessed, you know. But, but anyway, that's what
1: well, Donald do as well. People
0: are.
1: While there are small pocket of society that loves him. Yeah. There's some who still don't mind him, but they just can't. App, they can't see him in the wider, they can't stand him. It's just like, it's too country and it's too drama. You need to keep all of this behavior right, on, inside Twitter. Avenue. Maybe open up his true social and still be out there. Because what he does, and I'm, I know a lot, I'm going to get a lot of backlash, I don't support him, you know how I feel about Donald Trump. But what he does is, what Donald Trump does best, is he really and truly pulls out the ugly and shows what the underbelly of America is yeah it, it needed donald trump in order to come to power or to we need someone like donald trump to show how divided and divisive we are how ugly we can be and how weak and fragile our society is and how it's necessary for us to come back against that so that we don't
0: by the way you make right. a, earlier you make a very important point as it relates to the election and you, and you bring up donald trump you said that many many people many republicans some pundits conservative pundits thought that when they got when we got up this morning it would be a, it well the after the result it would be a red a, a what a red wave During the politics lately, the red wave or a blue ray wave. Mm-hmm. Right. So you—that's what you—that's what many people were thinking. But, but you—but—but but that's not what's happening. That's not what's no. happening. And um and and I said to you earlier, the Republicans, I don't and conservatives and even leaders, people who run who seek for, for seek to lead, and many of them are acting like despots and dictators. Many of them think that they are safe. Many of them think that this is the 18th century or the 1950s or the 1920s so they can say things and do things and still get away with it. Why do they think in the 21st century, in 2021, that they can tell women how to... Now, I'm not necessarily... I'm not for abortion, okay? Right. I'm not for... But at the same time, why do they think that they can just... They can tell women, okay? They can make laws... That affect well, a, a whole set of people without it because, a, without it not affecting because, them.
1: Huh? and a lot of people don't say that because of tribalism. It's yes, it's religious based, but it's also tribal because a lot of Republicans saying, Okay, there's some must half of them don't even care. The other half are religion and all they care about is like, okay, if that's what they believe, I'll do it, I don't care, whatever. And they don't believe so that's what's happening. You know, that is what is happening and so um but for the most part most people really and truly generally believe that it's women should have the right to choose and i for some reason i have a hard time accepting the abortion being a legal thing but to be honest with you i don't think it's something we need to touch because to be honest with you i'm a man it's not my business if you want to go ahead and and do whatever you want to do with your body and and health, listen if they're going to cancel if you are going to decide that your abortion is illegal I and you're going up. to tell people wait listen to the point i'm making what you're trying to say that is you're going to get rid of um we call it condoms and all of these contraceptives and all of these family planning family planning um, agents and things that are implemented in order to control and so because having kids and and planning and family planning the adult thing is very important and fundamental part of our society that we plan correctly so what you're saying is that you, let's get rid of all of this because if you're going to get rid of Boston, you're going to get rid of all of this family planning kind of thing And you can't wear you can't wear
0: yeah, they're talking about the life aspect of it but it's, it's more than just that yeah. In fact, I don't know but, if I'm but, making any No 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 you are but yeah you I understand the point you're making definitely. You you know you we you cannot look at things in isolation of other things. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Things and things cannot be looked at in a vacuum. And the problem that we, we have with a lot of our decision makers and our and and, the, and our anal, analysts today and pundits, they are so myopic and they are look at things you they look they're looking at things in isolation of other things or in a vacuum. And that is why I said the need. For, the need. There is a need for academics in this country, um, in 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 the seats of government, in, in in certain places. And I think that's what's happening. A level of incompetence has crept into our society, and even among academics. Where are the ac- deep thinkers who think about all things? But you know, you said earlier about, and I, and we mentioned this as it relates to, uh, not many. You know, we we the, we are waking up this morning to not see any any major red wave or any kind of change it, it, the fact of the matter is it, it doesn't there is no wave red wave anywhere or C red sea in fact them um, in this time midterm elections Democrats and liberals and some uh, black and brown people and so on they don't usually get involved in midterm elections but no. that seemed not to be the case this year I mean this midterm election there was a, there was a lot of turnout. Yeah, it's a country.
1: little bit different. Yeah, what but is going different. on? What? Yeah, you're saying that in Florida, historically, um, back and black people just don't go to the polls to vote. Yeah. So this is what. So in Florida, a lot of people who, like you know, I worked with moving every location in the A lot of people who were Republicans or um, left, sorry, right leaning, moved to Florida. A lot of people did and addition you have to also understand that in florida a big sector of the population is is cuban and, and, and latino and a lot of people always believe that latinos or spanish people are in, inherently democrats
0: no no and well I, no that it the Spa- if you study the spanish they are very religious very, and, yes. uh, and, and 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 I shouldn't say that I shouldn't use a broad brush or be gen, or use any kind of generalization. But we know that if you study Spanish and Latin culture,
1: well, they're influenced they're greatly by the Catholic by Church. The,
0: religion, the Catholic and Church, and traditionally speaking, they're influenced by their
1: grandparents, their church, their um, diaspora. I mean, so they yes. Yeah, so even they may not be religious, but they do have a fabric. Yeah, conservative
0: based on their predisposition of Fam- how But the Catholic Church plays a very look. I mean, if you look, at, you look how, how um, the Catholic Church has a stronghold over Spain. You know, I mean, you know, back. I don't know if what if if that's the case now, but um, but, yes, with, it but of within so the, the conservative values. So in one sense, thinking about conservative religious values and so on. So in in, one, in that sense they will be pro they will be pro pro um Republican but at another sense there are other issues on immigration issues yeah. on immigration you know that's a very important issue family and and immigration immigration is is very important so now so that's, so for the, so, so the Republicans are now are caught between a rock and a hard place they are that's a dilemma for them and earlier I said to you Donald Trump have let. Donald Trump is still a feature in American politics, and that is what is driving um, people. That that's what drove people to to, 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 to the midterm elections. We had a, a wave well, of um a, a Democrats. Um, Biden got a lot of Black and Brown people, come, um, uh, African American yeah, vote. That's
1: why he lost the midterm. Well, he lost the re-election bid, I and mean, he keeps saying it's stolen because people are just over they were just over his behavior. They were over all of the craziness, the fights they were over it. And I think instead of saying that the election was stolen, let's just I would rather you say even though he created support and jumped up all of this hype sensitivity, in addition, he also let down himself in the party because with his antics, all he had to sometimes would like, just be quiet, not say stuff. So, you know yeah. at, you know at, at at some point that you are um, you know, an American with dignity and decency, but yeah. he doesn't have that because of, you know your hubris is your downfall,
0: yes. But you know, but yeah. but yeah, but you know, but but Donald Trump has has created you know, the fact that we are still seeing Donald Trump, he is one of the one factor that is creating uh, this kind of hyper vigilance and this this kind that is driving this kind of the. the the backlash in terms of the the Democrats and the um, people who are seeking to not want him to be back in power. Of course, of course, there are those who want who like his economic policies. But who are these people who like his economic? They, they keep saying that pundits keep saying that people who don't do their homework keep saying that all they like is economic policies. Who like his economic policies? Okay, what are his economic policies? Is it, you know that's the point. His, yeah. e- his economic policies does not really has does not really um, create much opportunities for people at the bottom and people in the middle. Okay, yeah. things remain the same among 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 uh, people in the middle. It's the people at the top who who okay, and what they do they invest wow. their money i know this and morning we are learning that there's a layoff and actually we did a report we carried a report in that there is a, that there's layoffs there's a massive Ronaldo,
1: you are you hit the nail on the head and no one's talking about it no one is mentioning the fact that in our society today that even though they're talking about the economy the economy the economy inflation here's the problem inflation is only affecting lower class people it's not affecting the wealthy you're going out and people money you're spending they are the ones that are actually affecting the inflation because they have so much more money. It yeah. is not poorer people. Inflation is usually—it's we you know what it is. It's too much, too much money chasing too few goods. But yeah. well, where's the money coming from? It's not coming from the bottom. Ricardo, it's coming
0: from the top. Yeah. Oh my so, God. We said that. I said even the, we talk about inflation, and they said, "Oh, there's two And this, I listen. I was listening to W H Y Y, and they're talking about how there's um, there's not much confidence. In the in the tech industry, because um, during the, during COVID they were hiring all these people because they think that there was going to be a boom in the tech industry. Now there's not much boom. There's inflation, and they were saying, "How is the inflation?" Because there was so much money in the economy, and and um, and so on. But I say to you, the people at the top are spending on luxury goods. They're not spending on everyday goods that's supposed to be generating revenue yes. for the economy. One, it's okay. The people in the middle and the bottom, they, their lives remain stagnant. There was no movement the, mo- the money And if you look Throughout the last three years The stimulus And all the packages Who got richer And if, if you look at The Gini coefficient The Gini, the Gini coefficient Since COVID To now move from 0.45 To about 1.1 Or 0.9 To 1.1 The Gini coefficient Studies income inequality So people's life Have not changed Yeah The fact of the and matter It, it, it is, is the people, at the, yes, the up people, up people up at the Yes The people at the top The people that, at the top Have gotten that, that when Hold on People have forgotten that when President Trump was in power, we gotta take we gotta take this out. We gotta we gotta continue. Wait. Yes, finish, yes, wrap the, up this. The tax cut. Earlier, we were speaking. We were having a discussion with Mr. Maurice Smith. We will pick up from where we left off with Mr. Smith concerning Nolan Fontaine and his um, and his denouncement of Mr. John Fetterman as a candidate he will not vote for. So we will continue. We will pick up from that conversation there, and um, we will continue. And of course, you will hear some the story of the experience i had my first time voting in the us elections and what i discovered which i am reporting is breaking news you must st- stick around for that By the way, we I understand, and I need to get a word with Mister Doctor Nolan Fontaine, who has been on the show before. I understand that he he made comments to the tune that he would never he would never allow um, he would never allow um, he would never vote for somebody like John Fetterman. He would. Ne- Get it through because of how he presented himself. Yes, how he presents, and I actually say I was very disappointed with with what I saw. But you can't judge a book by its cover. I wonder, I wonder if our our because you know I I wonder if we're being hypocritical here, Nolan. Nolan, are you there? Because when some people, what you know, back in the days, if you present with dreads, a man presents with dreads and tattoos and so on. He doesn't have a PhD. He's not, he's not well read. Yes, we don't think we don't think like that. But then people. But then he would say we're, that we are comparing mangoes to apples, okay, or to you, or tomatoes. It's that it's two different things. We talk, okay. But 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 look at it, not necessarily, okay. Because um, he seemed sharp today, though. When I when I listen to him speaking, he seemed sharp. You know what I mean? He seems sharp and he will have advisors and leaders. And part of the job of leaders is to have charisma and be able to inspire and to motivate. But he's a senator. He's not a leader actually. He's part of the legislature. Yes? Or probably he leads on legislative items. (laughs) But that but there is no red wave. Now why do you think there's no red wave? You know, I said this to Ricardo earlier when we spoke. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play the the discussion I had with my with my twin brother earlier Probably it's a diatribe, but it was we we were we were we were we were arguing hard for want of a better expression and word about this election and what happened and what have you and so on. But we thought we we said Donald Trump. You notice African black and brown people, African Americans, don't usually vote in midterm elections. Yes, they usually. Vote, vote in general election. But we find that African Americans seem to be coming up. They voted in this election. Many people we spoke with, and I've t- spoken to, who were African Americans, voted. There was much. There was some kind of energy in, yes. And even Ricardo said he took, our, um, his nephew to the who, who actually would not have voted if he didn't get a chance. But we find that energy a lot. And then you have new voters like myself who became a citizen this year, who voted for the very first time, and that actually was quite revealing because I believe that um, I don't I don't appreciate how what happened at the polling booth, and I'm going to talk. About, I have to talk about that. No, after I, no, I have to I have to tell. I am I would I am very upset and I'm very disturbed. Which leads, which, and I've written an article in link in the Nilibor commentary on LinkedIn, and it's also available in the Nilibor talking about conspiracy. Well, I mean, or truth, or fact, and, and 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 the plot to steal the election and how the how this mail-in ballot pr- presented as a, 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 a great opportunity for that to happen because things provide things provide opportunity, so you have to study it to see where the holes are. Okay. And I say to you, after this, this was my first time voting in, a, in an election in the, in the U.S. And I was not happy about the experience. The experience wasn't pleasant. First of all, I don't believe that there was privacy. I, I, I signed the book after I voted. I presented my ID. I went and they asked me for my, they asked me for my, for my name. I didn't present my ID. They first asked me for my name. And I told them who I was, and they, and my, my address, and they looked me up. Then they asked me for my ID, which is weird. And at the same time, asking me, am I? How do I identify? Am I Democrat, Republican, or I, do you usually do that? Do they ask you if you're Democrat, Republican? They were sitting. I never show my ID. They were sitting at the desk. Did you never show your ID when you vote? What what do you do? So how do you? There's no verification. Not usually. Really? That's unusual. Unless something has changed. No, but how can you? Uh, but how? The last couple of elections I've done mailings. So yeah, but no, but how? If how can they tell that you are the person you In say Russia, you are? I guess by your signature. So the Republicans aren't far fetched to to want. So, I mean, you know, why do, and Democrats believe, we believe, I'm not going to say we because I'm not a Democrat, nor am I a Republican. I am not going to be identified by one particular party because I am bigger than party. I vote party or person, okay? We, the party, I don't serve the party, the party serves, the parties and the people in power serve us, the people. And so we, we have to change our thinking because we will easily be swayed, yeah, and cornered and succumb to doctrines, for the, and and be patriots of the party instead of the country. Yes. But anyways, Democrats. I mean, I'm gonna tell you this, and that's why I said I'm I'm not Democrat. I went, I, that is quite unusual. There's something else I need to say. Uh, anyway, let me let me, you. I don't. Can I tell you what you have said to me just now? has is quite shocking and I Did you knew that because
1: you know the Republicans were fighting for people to show their ID they would say what's wrong with showing your ID
0: What if of course and the Democrats thought it
1: was discrimination because some
0: people don't have ID <laughs> This is quite interesting and a lot of a lot of people don't vote. Yes? Um but the the thing is this is the next thing I am uh, let me continue what happened with my yesterday. I went, when I went into the polls. Anyway, they asked me, how do I identify? I said, I'm I'm not, I don't identify, I'm independent. So the lady gave a weird response. She looked at me weird and she said, something, yes. But it was quite interesting. And then um, the other eight representative at the desk who, who looked oblivious, and as if she didn't know what she was doing, her eyesight seemed to be failing, as if she cannot see anything. And then there was a, a young man that was seemed to be coordinating, cord, sorry, coordinating everything and trying to assist and help. And so I, uh, I showed them my ID and I saw them, they found my, my name and I said, am I supposed to sign? But I just tried to take the pen to sign, but she said, she moved my, brushed my hand and she said, no, you can go ahead now. And they, I said, oh, okay. So I just, I didn't sign. I went in. with <laughs> went inside. The the booth and uh, and voted. Why voting? The young the young man the young man. Well, first of all, the young man escorted me in. A young man escorted me in and said to me, "Oh, I can be here to help you." I said, "What? No, I mean I don't need your help. I need I need privacy." And he said, "Okay." I'm like, "That's weird. That's unheard of. Why would he? Be? <laughs> this is quite crazy. I've never heard of this in my life." <laughs> anyway, so he stepped out. And uh, I, I was probably taking some time because I was saying to myself, Wow, I don't even know some of these candidates. Then as Stephen Kinsey Stephen Kinsey is oh, yeah. unch- Stephen you, Kinsey is unchallenged. If you were taking if you were taking your time you probably Stephen Kinsey's Stephen Kinsey but uh, but the guy came but he just but you know please, I don't I want anyways he came back inside the room before I was finished. And he said to me, "Um, do you need my help? And and, and he was looking at the screen as he was... I said, so I covered the screen with my body. and said, no, 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 what the hell? I don't need your help. Please, let me finish. And he got got outside, okay? Right after that, um, anyways, I was very upset that he came in. And, you know, And anyways, I voted and I came out. And when I came outside... I actually recorded all of this. <laughs> I was recording the entire movie. I have a video of it of me voting, and so because it was just, it was the first time, you know, the first time I was ever voting in the U.S. So this, and I haven't voted in over ten years, so this was quite an experience. So I, rec- I recorded it, and I'm a digital creator, and I record and I track information and trace it and keep it for posterity. Very important. So. Um, I I got out. I exited the booth, and um, the gentleman or the young man met me there. I don't know. I mean, the worker or whatever he was, and he said, "Great." Um, He said, "Oh, there." He smiled, and and I said, "I'm done." And then he said, "Oh, there's one more thing." I said, "One more thing? What?" um," And I turned him and I said, "Did you sign?" And I'm like, and I said, "No, I, I don't remember signing." And. And I went over, and, I, and the other woman said, I don't, Did he sign? Did he show your ID? Mike? And so I said, I was... I said, what? Why are you, This is crazy. You're asking me all these questions now. First of all, I... My summation is that this was quite unusual and irregular. Because, I mean, if that's what happened, if this is the, if this is the kind of thing that happened, then you can't... What, what else happens? Huh? I would probably... What if I had left without signing? And that particular... You know, I, I found that quite telling. And I came up with a, with a, with a, with a, with a theory, which is going to be towards the end of the podcast. I mean, the second segment or the third segment, because coming up is the conversation I had with my... With a, a, a 15 minutes conversation and discussion I had with my twin brother, Ricardo, as we analysed the elections some more. And um, we talked about Donald Trump, who who is one of the reasons why we see all of the, the turnout from the turnout. He is a factor. And CNN and um, Anderson Cooper actually just alluded to that. And we had spoken about that earlier. Ricardo and I had spoken about that earlier. The fact that the, that the, Donald, that the Republican Party think that Donald Trump is helping them, but it's what it's doing is generating more of more, more more democrats and 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 and, and um, left leaning people and people who don't usually participate in elections and so on who 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 is anti-Trump to get involved in the election. Because we're not seeing any red sea or any red wave today. Yes? yes. Currently 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 oh and currently the, the, the Republicans have forty nine seats 49 they just picked up one they have 49 and uh the democrats have uh 48 senate seats but the control of the house senate uh, still hangs in the balance and of course on the u.s house the u.s house side they need 218 to control the house they uh, the republicans have 201 with 10 pickups the democrats have 182 with four pickups and by the way for the um senate they need they need fifty one to control forty nine Republicans. I mean, there's, 49, um, there's forty nine. There's currently there's forty nine Republicans and forty eight Democrats with one pickup. Um, and of course, so that's what's happening. And um, one pickup is Fetterman in Pennsylvania, who is a dem, uh, who is a Democrat, of course. So um, that's what's happening. But coming up next is the we will have some more, and I will also have a little bit of the interview of the little bit of the. Um, the little bit that I recorded the video of, I've, I recorded the video of the story I was sharing with you earlier, my first experience voting in America, and how it was telling, unusual and irregular. I have, um, I have, I have a bit of that. I have, I'm, I, I'm going to be sharing that experience with you. And of course, the, the conversation I had with my twin brother is coming up as well. This is the Neil Burrow podcast there's lots happening in the world today so stay tuned for more When I listen. The, this the irregularity is important because it provides an opportunity. They ask me at the table, "How do I identify?" While at the same time asking, trying to verify my information. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe because it was
1: your very first time out, which we
0: have to go? Which was your uh, uh, I was at um the top of uh, at the park up here. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. So, I, um, no, but listen to, the, you have to listen, you have to follow me here. This is very important. I went into the, uh, I went, but no, but listen to this, listen, this, this is very important because I have a theory because I went into, the, I, they asked me for my, how do I identify while they were verifying me and they were at the table as if they, I mean, they, they are the agents and so um, the, the, the clerks, are, the polling clerks and so on and there they are the at and at the same time asking me how I identify That's, something is wrong with that huh? anyways I told them that I was neutral and then they didn't tell me to sign they told me to go and vote and while at the same time they have someone coming into the booth to look how I'm voting now if I had voted republican or something else other than Democrat, because that's a democratic poll. Everybody there who wanted it, they have Democrats, okay? That's a Democratic. A, a lot of Democrats. first of all, Stephen King didn't even have any challenger. OK? <laughs> OK, no one challenged him. The Republicans didn't even care to, to, the Republicans didn't even care to provide any candidate, a challenger. OK On the polls. What happened if I had voted? because the gentleman, the young man came and saw me? If, and uh, if I had voted something else, well, at the end, when I was finished voting, who's who for? I'm gonna all Democrats, uh, all, all over, okay. Um, if I had voted anything else, right, you know what would have happened? Then they would have told me to, yeah, you can leave them, you're done. <laughs> you know what would have happened after? you're just
1: you're, you're you know but you know what
0: you would have happened that
1: is, that you're saying? That's, that's a conspiracy election. theory that's, yeah, that's but
0: you know but, fraud. but but you know what would have happened after you know what would have happened yes it's a, there is election fraud I voted before I signed yeah. that's already fr- I signed after I voted yeah, I that is fraud yeah, I,
1: there. I go in there I tell them my name through the book find my name I'm using Right underneath my
0: dad. My dad always goes early in the morning. So and they say, sign your name. And I sign my name, and they say said, right, going to the booth Am I going to the vote. But listen, but so you, when you you're telling me that that sounds like like a conspiracy. No, it's because it's all I'm. Well, and I said
1: it maybe, is maybe that was your process. But this is your first
0: time voting, perhaps. To vote after uh, to vote after after if it's my first time, that's when I really need to verify. <laughs> okay i really first of all what if i'm not even a first of all i discovered that i had i had a voter's id since 2016 because the voter participation office sent me that I, i didn't participate to vote but but they had record of me saying that there was some kind of id so i if that's how they if that's how people vote where you don't need an idea or anything like that. that oh, I'm telling you, there was any, there, something seems irregular or unusual here, the, the, what I'm telling you. Now, furthermore, furthermore, and to add insult to injury, or to continue the story of conspiracy, whether or not it is, it's not conspiracy that I voted up before I signed. I mean, that I voted, I mean, that I, that I signed after I voted, okay? That the check, and, and not only that, that I'm being asked to declare a party before, while being okay, before I go into the booth at the poll by, by the polling clerks there at the table who were registering me and so on. Okay, that that is that is irregular. Okay. Further, 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 what is also irregular? Oh wait, what is also so therefore what I'm telling you, if. This is what would have happened if I then they, they would have sent me home if I did not vote all the members because the guy they came in behind that's an me assumption. they came in that's an okay, assumption. they came in that's behind that's they came in behind me that's an assumption. That's they came one. in they one. came in and looked and I said what the hell get out okay they, but, they, he they shot, assume, but he shot assume, no, wait, no. but he shot no but no but they assume because of the amount of time that you were taking that you did yeah but he spent some time to peruse my, my he looked over he looked fine talk to me don't look at the screen he looked at the screen and smiled and saw the tides voted all democrats so when he came he said oh by the way there's one thing you need to sign right
1: he looked at your screen as yes
0: incredible. he looked at the screen yeah he did this you need any help and looked at the screen have it on recording have it on recording okay and then you know what else he did then, then he said by the way there's one last thing after I, get, well, after I get exited there's one last thing you haven't done you haven't signed the vote <laughs> so, so if so if I had not if, if he had looked and did not see that I had signed that I had um, voted how satisfied the vote the democratic polling station I mean, whatever okay they would have told me to go he said okay so finally and I said that's it and I left I would have left the station yeah, I mean stuff the polling station. And then they would have said, Oh, he did not sign. So they would have avoided that vote. voided it because I did I would it would have been voided. And therefore the Republicans or whoever I voted which is other than Democrat would have lost that vote. That's I mean that's Okay. Cool. But the, I, I'm ter- I mean, Excuse but, but me, how do you know that to be fair? You don't know that to be fair. Well, it's it is because because listen, you have to look at the, the logic you have to look at what I'm telling you I've what it is irregular why would then would they allow me to, yes, I, I mean that, that I that, was trying what, to that vote could be
1: the next logical step or perhaps
0: I was trying to vote well, okay so what well I mean that's that's a hypothetical and people don't get into hypothetics but that is, is the point I'm making is it because of that irregularity look how red
1: Pennsylvania is Erie is blue Allentown is blue Philadelphia is blue
0: Pittsburgh is a little, a little blue. It's kind of dark blue, but yeah. Everything else It's become. It wasn't that blue though. It's becoming blue now. Everything else in Pennsylvania yeah. is red. But, yeah. but you see, that's what I'm telling you. The mapping is incorrect. The mapping is incorrect. Well, no. I
1: mean, Philadelphia. Where's Harrisburg? You, you have,
0: have to been. do it by density, population density not by terrain and geography. That's what the, 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 the... When you look at the voting map and you're looking at in terms of the concentration between Democrat comparing Democrat, and you look at it, at it visually, that, com- that is incorrect. I'm telling you, CNN and, and these other... Pun- that the mapping, they need to look at population density in terms of voting, okay? Not... As, as you, when you look at the, vo- the votes and where the, uh, the... Blue versus white and so on. That suggests that the Republic, there's Republicans everywhere, but no, you have to look at it in terms of population because how many people live in those places? Five, okay? But it's all red. No, you show, you have to show it in terms of density, spread, point spread. You know? You understand what I'm at a kind of dispersion, grouping, and so on and so forth. You can't show all. That's why I'm telling you these people. They say they are mainstream. Yes? They say they are mainstream media and they are above the rest. But the way how they report and communicate and even how they read information is is, nonsens- is nonsensical, unacademic. Okay? It's not erudite. And it's not effective communication. It lends itself to discombobulation. Yes? And Confusion. This is what I'm talking about. We'll be right back after these messages. We will continue the, on here on the Neoliberal Round Podcast, looking at the election and, of course, yes, claiming election irregularity at a polling station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, right here in Germantown, in the um, Duval Morton area. This is breaking news only on the Neoliberal Round Podcast. anyways I said uh, I tweeted just now concerning I sent out a tweet uh, and if I could find it uh, I was okay I was working I was tweeting uh, and I said what installing I am not sure what's going on. Suddenly, I I was I was tweeting something, and suddenly I lost the tw- the tweet ju- the Twitter just disappeared from my phone. Really? Yes, and said it's now reinstalling. Suddenly, yes. Look, I in the middle of I I pressed tweet I was about to read it to you, and suddenly it's it's just everything disappeared. Anyways, but it, at least it went back, back to the page. But I, um, I tweeted just now. I said this. Um, and if I could find it. I have breaking news. Regarding the midterm elections 2022. Today at 5. On the Nilova Round podcast. Concerning the election irregularities in Philadelphia, PA. Stay tuned on, Stay tuned or subscribe on any stream. And get instant notification when the show becomes available. And I, That's <laughs> yes, and I put, uh, I put the link to the to it, and then I added another tweet. We woke up this morning to the reality that there was no red sea, as if God had parted the red sea, as the GOP, because the GOP seemed to be split down the middle with the Dems, which will preserve the balance. Yet. Trump se- seemed to be the factor that helped the Dems. Later,
1: on the Little Go Run podcast. But this still remains to be seen whether or not the Democrats, you know, will maintain a... Whoa. What did you say? Read that again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I will. The
1: second one, not the first
0: one. All right, I will. I, se- I said... We woke up this morning to the reality that there was no Red Sea as if God had parted the Red Sea. As the GOP seemed to be split down the middle with the Dems, which will preserve the balance. Yet Trump seemed to to be, be still, so. What? there's still a uh, there's still a chance that there might not be a State that the Republicans could uh, um, also take control of um, But there is no red sea, doesn't matter because even if they control the Senate, it's still going to be a split. 48 plus forty-eight plus the vice president at 49. Okay? So it's going to be what? 51 49? <laughs> that, that makes. and Okay, unless you could take the House, for example. Even if they take the House, how much majority are they going to have? What's the majority? Probably what? Five, right now, five, ten, ten seats. And they have picked up seats already. They have, they have picked up some seats. So it's, it's, not, it's going to be a slim majority. And I understand that right now, even within, even, even right now, the House the Republicans are on shaky ground. They are on shaky ground. I'm telling you, this win is nothing for them to be happy about. Usually... They would win when whoever controls the house, they usually they would control easily. It I mean, we would wake up this morning and oh and they control it. the Republicans control the house, the Republicans control that's usually the case. And of course there was not many black and brown or, or people or Democrats participating in the midterm elections, but that's not what we are that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. You know? So that's the even if they control the senate and the house it's a very slim majority okay and they still and then of course a majority that cannot overrule the the president's veto yes (laughs) so there we go Thank you for listening to another powerful episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. And please donate or support us by visiting HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support. And please send us a feedback. Share the show with your friends and family. And subscribe to the show for free by adding us to any stream where you get your podcast. And please get a copy of my book, neoliberalism, globalization, income inequality, poverty, and resistance, which is an uh, which is an academic textbook that looks at the dynamics in the world between the global south and the global north, within and among peoples looking at income inequality and poverty and strategies of neoliberal globalization, studying the World Bank, the IMF, so on and so forth. And it, it, um, and it, it's, and it provides a case study of some countries and some situations. It's, it's available in all platforms all over the world. So please get a copy of it and let me know what you think of it. And of course, just so you know, that I will be publishing, well, my second book will be out soon. Um, We are working on it. It's called Neoliberal Globalization Reconciliation. I will talk to you some more about it. But coming up next on the Neoliberal Run podcast, we will do part three of my personal statement. Serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges, which um, um, I didn't get the chance to complete. We did part one and we did part two, but we didn't do part three. So I will do part three of that. And we will also... um, we will also catch up with um, the Honorable Judge concerning the um, the launch of the foundation, looking at um, the looking at um, reducing recidivism, the foundation, the uh, sentencing foundation, providing resources um, um, so as to beef um, up and to supplement and support the resource-based supervision, um, resource research-based supervision um program that they are having so we need to that we i will follow up with you on that and let you know how that's going and um we also understand that Teal jackson has a book that's coming up we will meet up with her and find out how that's coming we will have an interview with her to find out that about some more about that second book we'll talk with her about that Teal jackson of course is the author of um i'm not a hypocrite i'm human and we had her on this show we have, and there's so much other breaking news that we will provide commentary on. This particular um, discussion will also be available as a commentary or an editorial in thenaylabor.com and also in rinaldocmackenzie.com or you could visit my blog, C. McKenzie at, the, at, um, at um, blogspot.com or of course, you can get all things at thenaylabor.com but I just want to say thank you for all your support. And that we can facilitate critical thinking. And my position is not a privileged position, but it's a position that is well thought out. Because, and it's good to think about all things and to explore all things so that we can serve the world today to solve the most challenges, come to an understanding, and we can improve our lives so that we can live together as one effectively. And there are issues and kinks that we need to. That we need to resolve and we need to sort out But um Thank you um, And we want to sh- give a shout out to Winston McKenzie And Kenneth O'Connor who, can, who, who continue to support this show Thank you so much What good everyone